sorry, Mother. The heart of the Fatima message begins to unfold when Mary shows the children her sorrowful heart. This is the first time she tells them that Jesus wanted to establish devotion to her heart in the world in order to bring souls to God. In Luke's Gospel, Simeon prophesied that Mary's heart would be pierced by a sword. The children experienced her great sadness that so many people rejected her son. She came to Fatima to lead us back to him. And just as she assured Lucia of her constant presence, she will show us the way too. Fatima is an uplifting story about the power of faith coming soon to theaters nationwide. It's truth, hope, and a look at life you won't get anywhere else. The Drew Mariani Show on Relevant Radio. It's about a month away, I think. That was David Carollo. He's uh, the executive director of the World Apostolate of Fatima. The World Apostle of Fatima. We'll be, joined, uh, we'll be joining him in just a few moments uh, to continuing our series on Fatima. This is that Fatima window, the series of apparitions in which the Blessed Mother came every month to the seers, giving them an important message uh, for the world. Um, there's so much to dive into. Last week we spoke about hell, the reality of it. Today I want to talk a little bit about First Saturday Devotion. You might have heard that before. I think this is a spiritual treasure for you. And I'm always trying to get you plugged into things that can deepen your own faith, that can help you to trust more, that that can transform your walk in this life. Life is so short. I mean, it's just so. It's a blink. And you know it. You probably know many people in your life that got called home early. Um so if you can use these gifts that heaven has given us to grow in holiness, uh, please do. And I just, I, I want to put them in front of you. You know, it, we'll, we'll bring it back. Ma- Mary revealed uh, a very sorrowful and suffering heart, which drew the children closer to her and helped them to understand the effects of sin and in that apparition. And Jacinta, she said, and she suffered horribly. And remember, these kids, um, the Spanish flu, they, they battled a pandemic in their own day. In 1918, she was battling the Spanish flu. And during her own incredible suffering, and the kids willingly did suffer after seeing the fires of hell. We talked about that yesterday. But also, sometimes God allows us to suffer in other ways and stuff that we don't just say, okay, I'm going to going to fast or I'm not going to have water or I'm going to wear a hair shirt or whatever. No, sometimes you might be battling COVID. You might be battling a flu, arthritis, uh, other ailments or tragedies that might have befallen you that are a source of suffering from you. This little girl, while she was suffering, she says that we're, you know, she said, we are to ask for peace through the Immaculate Heart of Mary because God entrusted it to her. How can a little seven or eight-year-old girl understand these mysteries, the mysteries of suffering and, and this great promise of peace. She, she was so united, so united to the Immaculate Heart that she literally, she felt her heart on fire. She said it was burning. Do you ever have that sense? I mean, a few times in my life when I have been so connected to God, so deep in prayer, you feel this this burning in your heart, this love, this joy, this it's as if though your temporal heart can't contain it. It's something deep within your soul. She said she had felt a burning, but it didn't scorch her. She said, despite all of her sufferings to the very end of her life, she was a tremendous peace because of, of this immaculate mother. And there were reports after she died um, from the, the, from mother Godina who took care of her in, in the orphanage uh, that, by the way, she was also asked to attend her body after she died. Uh, she said that, that Jacinta had trails of blood coming from her eyes. 
That might be a new fact for you about Fatima. I only recently learned that. She had trails of blood, trails of dried blood coming from her eyes as if she suffered her own night in the Garden of Gethsemane like our Lord. And I think sometimes when you achieve great holiness, the Lord allows you these, these mystical connections, these mystical sufferings. Uh, she heroically accepted this sacrifice. You know, the Lord asked it of her, and she embraced it. Um, she you know, stayed on earth and suffered longer for souls, longer than Francisco, who died nearly a year earlier. And part of her suffering was that she would die alone in a hospital without her family or even a priest or a nurse with her. And I, I, when I think of her, I often think of these COVID patients. You, know, you might have a husband, a spouse, a parent, a loved one who's in that same situation, right? Just think about that. I mean, what, what a powerful intercessor. She's the patron saint, I think, of COVID today. She really is. You know, call upon her intercession for that healing you're looking for. Call upon her intercession for that wayward soul, that suffering soul who's uh, locked away in a hospital room or is homebound right now. Call upon this great saint to help you suffer better and love God more. You know, Jacinta told Lucia, she said, God must want to save a lot of souls because this is a really big sacrifice. And, and, you know, she was somewhat afraid, aren't we all? I mean, it's just human nature. But she went forth. She was, you know, she went forth in spite of the fear. And our Lord, you know, he, look, he was God and man, right? Can you imagine what he felt like when he entered the Garden of Gethsemane, knowing what Roman crucifixion was like, knowing what he was about to go through? And that's why he sweat blood. He prayed, Father, take this cup from me. Please, is there some other way? But if not, your will be done. There was no getting out of what was ahead except to say, yes to God the Father. You know, and like Christ Jacinta, she kept plowing ahead. She kept giving her yes. Virgin Mary knew what could have happened being found pregnant out of wedlock. They didn't let fear dominate. Instead, they rose up to that fear, trusting and obedient to God. And God prevailed in every one of those cases. He never let him down, never failed him, did he? What examples to all of us. It's like that in these days for us. You know, we have to just keep plowing ahead day by day, giving our yes to God. You almost can't think about what might come for you. I know you're suffering. I know you have trials. I know there's court cases and financial hardships and foreclosures and loss of business and kids that are on the street because of drugs. I know that there is infidelity. I know there are problems that face you, but you cannot give in to that fear. You have to, like Jacinta, plow ahead day by day and continue to give your yes to God, to pray, to be faithful, and to trust him. And if you do, I'm telling you, you're going to rise above these problems. And just as Our Lady and Jesus and Jacinta and the other great saints were witnesses and inspirations to us, you will be to others. Because with Jesus and united with the Immaculate Heart, you'll be able to navigate these problems. You'll find peace to get through these difficult times. The peace of the world's been entrusted to our Blessed Mother. That's what she said. You know, in the end, her Immaculate Heart's going to triumph. And we will experience a period of peace. The world will live in a period of peace. What does that mean? You know, we can't go wrong with and through Mary. And I'm joined by somebody who knows that intimately, somebody who's made this his life's mission. And that's David Carollo, Executive Director of the World Apostolate of Fatima, USA. And uh, I hope you'll check out this organization. I'm a big fan of them, a big supporter of them. I, I believe very much that the Fatima message is just as relevant today. In fact, I think it's, it's, it, there's such a parallel between what happened in 1917 and 18 in our own time. 
And, and let's turn to Our Lady because this is her this is her age. You can learn more by going to BlueArmy.com. Be sure and see the Fatima movie when that comes out. That's probably a month away. Fatima movie, I, I believe .com. I'll get the right address website for you, Jake. We can find that for me. I don't have it in front of me. I like to f- let people know. I think it's August fourteenth that film comes out. Dave, good to have you back. Thank you for all you do. Oh, thank you, Drew. Good to be with you again. You know, this whole concept of trust in the Immaculate Heart is so important. And there's another aspect of what Our Lady said, and the seers understood this as well. And and that is this first Saturday devotion. How do we help bringing about peace, which Our Lady, you know, which was entrusted to Our Lady in a time where there is, gosh, there's, there's such a lack of it, David. Yeah, yeah, there, there truly is, Drew, and I think that's what it is. That, that's like the final piece of the Fatima message, and I think that's what needs to be fulfilled and what it is. So many of the things that we've been waiting for, we will see. This is how we'll bring about peace. Uh, you spoke about the Fatima movie, and the whole, the whole theme of that movie is peace. I mean, that's what it's all about. Our Lady promised that in, in 1917, and, and <laughs> promised that, but warned us of other things if, in fact, we didn't follow what we were re- requested to follow, and it's really pretty simple. And you know, the, the, the 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 the, uh, the devotion to Our Lady's Immaculate Heart. You know, this is the work of God. I mean, people have to look at Our Lady as as really what who she is. I mean, she is uh, the, she is the work of God. The work that that he wanted with Adam and Eve, basically. Okay, and 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 but but Our Lady is made in 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 that image of of a um uh yeah we say a, a perfected soul well she was given obviously this is by the grace of god that she was giving this but but we have to say she also cooperated just like just like we have to cooperate with with grace or deny it and i think this is this is what she's saying cooperate with grace and i will help you to do it now this line of what you line of what you're just talking about is the you know, the aids are there and if you're if you follow what i'm saying you're going to be on a path that is is I'd say pleasant. Well, it wasn't pleasant for the, for these children. We spoke about Jacinta being in the hospital, the sufferings, but she understood the sufferings, just like our Lord in the garden understood his sufferings, although he had human fear. Let's be realistic. And I think that's what we have to do. These are the models we have to look at. Really, really true. Yeah, it's, uh... I couldn't agree with you more, David. I could not agree with you more. You know, we celebrated the... 13th, not that long ago, we just celebrated the anniversary of the Brown Scapular, which was very prominent in the Fatima apparition. And, you know, first Saturdays, um, are, you know, I, I hope people will mark their calendars and take advantage of them. I, I do want to talk to you a little bit about that because I want to give uh, people, those who are listening, tangible things that they could do. And I know that the first Saturday devotion was requested uh, by Our Lady to make reparation for, for the blasphemies that were were committed against her immaculate heart and maybe take us through that this devotion um what's required what are the promises of it and, and why is this important well, it's so very important because this, again, is the part of the Fatima message that needs to be fulfilled. And we're making reparation for those five blasphemies against Our Lady. What are they? We go through them again. Offenses or blasphemies against the Immaculate Conception, denial and ridicule of it. Against her perpetual virginity. Okay. Against her divine maternity, refusing to accept her as a mother of God and mother of all mankind. It is, and this next one is very important. Those who implant in children's hearts indifference, contempt, and even hate against Our Lady. I mean, it, 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 it's, it's rampant. And of course, 
What are we experiencing now, the other one? Insults directed against her sacred images, displays of indifference, ridicule, and, and, and damage to her images. Think about that. What's happening out there right now? How many statues of Our Lady have been desecrated in this, this really, I wouldn't say unprecedented, but in this country, yes, unprecedented um, acts, you know, movement of violence against the faith. And what does that show you? We're hearing people, you know, protest about certain things and, and, and damage certain things, talking about things in society. But it's always the church and our lady, and, 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 and of course the Blessed Sacrament, and Our Lady. These are the things that are the true targets, and you're seeing that. I mean, why why are they attacking the churches like they are? Well, obviously, like every revolution, if you will, every communist revolution, uh, every, every this is what happened in, in, in Russia in, 20, in 1915, this is what happened in France prior to the French Revolution. That's what we're looking at. We're looking at attacks at the one thing that is the stability of a society, and that is our faith. My guest today is David Carollo. If you want to join us, Dave, I have to take a short pause. When we come back, uh, we'll take your calls and questions. I only have David probably another 10 minutes or so. So if you want to get in, here's the number. We'll take your calls, your questions, and your comments. Uh, dial 888-914-9149, 888-914-9149. Taking a look at the, uh, uh, well, the peace that the world has been promised, uh, entrusting ourselves to the Immaculate Heart of, of Mary, and of course, the power of First Saturday devotion, that and much more when I return. Tweet us your prayer intention anytime on Twitter at Drew Mariani Show. The Relevant Radio toll-free studio line is sponsored by Charity Mobile, the pro-life phone company. Information about their cell phones and monthly plans is available at CharityMobile.com. Tell one friend about the Chaplet of Divine Mercy. I really, really need our prayer community. And invite them into the loving arms of Jesus. God's blessings on you. The Chaplet of Divine Mercy begins soon on Relevant Radio. Yeah, I'll tell you, you'll be blessed for doing that. Anyone who spreads devotion to God's mercy, the Lord made special promises to. We're about 10, maybe 15 minutes away from praying that prayer. Why don't you text or email or send out a tweet or... Just let others know that we're about to pray, and we will invoke God's mercy, not just for your own needs, but for the country and for the world at large. You know, God loves us so much. His love is immeasurable. And I think about that when I think of these famous apparitions that have taken place from Guadalupe that brought about the massive conversion of uh, of, of the Americas. Really, that's, that's what happened as the uh, Protestant Reformation was raging in Europe and the church was hemorrhaging. Here in the Americas, we saw how God reached out and said, not, not my church. Gates of hell will never prevail against it, right? And then we saw, uh, as the 20th century loomed, the horrors that were about to befall, God sent the mother of God again in a place like Fatima. And I, I, that was one of the darkest and ugliest, I think, centuries in, in human history. There have been many. But boy, you take a look at what unfolded in that time. And then you think about our own day. You think about the rise of impurity that's taking place right now. You take a look at the atheism and the hatred towards God that is taking place. Just take a look at the the, the very visible manifestations of that evil. The, the, the sacred images, the displays being mocked, ridiculed, destroyed, desecrated. And this is exactly what those seven, you know, those those those, uh, those first those, those five Saturdays are all about to make reparation, you know, for the blasphemies that are committed against Our, our Lady. This is some of God's best work. You know, our, our ladies mocked and ridiculed. One statue was graffitied, calling her an idol. Another one was beheaded. People, you know, don't believe in her divine maternity. 
You know, there's contempt and hate for her and for God. And Dave, let's pick it up on that point. People forget uh, the basic aspect uh, of this is not just to make reparation, but these blasphemies are offensive to God. I mean, God really uh, is personally uh, offended by this. Yeah, truly believe that because this was his crowning <laughs> crowning achievement, if to use a term, Our Lady. I mean, she was the one who fulfilled what Adam and Eve were supposed to fulfill, and 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 then she she brought about the reparation. She brought the Savior. You know, the other day we celebrated um, uh, the Feast of Our Lady of Mount Carmel. But, you know, they're, 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 the, the Carmelite order, which is really very beautiful, you look at their history, they predate Christianity. They were monks that came from the, the, the line of Elijah who awaited, the, awaited her. They were, await, they were waiting for that person that was promised, okay? And that was Our Lady. They wanted the, the pure one who would bring about the... Um, the savior okay so i mean this is you know they knew of this they they knew you know they, they knew of this from from the prophets that this is how salvation would come to the world and you know and and, and that's why that's why this first saturday's devotion we talk about is so very very important here we are in an election cycle and i and i i think i mentioned this on your show before drew there's so many people that are out there with so many different initiatives and they're beautiful and we support those and we're part of it the, the, the rosary novenas and all these other things leading up to good results in an election that will bring this country back to holiness and or, you know, get it away from the many sins that you're talking about here today. But, but what we want is for people to commit not to do something up until the 3rd of November. Right. We want people to embrace this, this devotion to the Immaculate Heart. And on our website, BlueArmy.com, go to Devotions, click, you'll find it, it gives you all you need to do this. And, and you know, because we are asking people to commit to beginning or continuing to make the first Saturday's devotion leading up to this election. So, so you know, and, and like so many other groups with novenas with a finite time, because if you start today, you're not going to finish it till after this election cycle. Right. We're asking you to promise to carry on a devotion well past, uh, you know, a specific date in time, because that's what this is all about. It's a way of life. It's not just. It's not just for particular favors as, as much as we do ask but you understand it, it's more that we need people to embrace what our lady asked and when enough people embrace the the this first saturday's devotion and we will bring about the the triumph of the immaculate heart and everything all these things that we're so concerned about that we yep. see and are real they will they will disappear because yeah, I, we will I be living that. in that grace that's so beautiful, David. And you're right. It's not a short-term fix. I mean, it really is a way of life. It's a commitment to this uh, to this type of spirituality. Let's grab a call or two for you, too. And again, if you want more information, be sure to go to bluearmy.com. You'll find all sorts of great stuff there. Palm Springs, California. Terry is listening there. Terry, good afternoon. You're on the air with David Carollo. Hi, Terry. Good afternoon. I just wanted to mention that last Sunday, when it was 130 degrees in Death Valley, it was 121 here in Palm Springs. Wow. So it was pretty hot. Oh, my, oh, my. That's a scorcher. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Yeah. Rehearsal Summer day. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm calling because I'm very concerned. I've been looking forward to your movie for so long, but I feel confident that our movie theaters will not be open here in California. And I wondered if there is another option of watching your movie when it is released. Great call. Yeah, that's a very good point. Thanks, Terry. 
That's, that, awesome. that, that's a very good question because it is a problem. And, and so many people put so much into making this movie both time and treasure, to be honest with you. And it, it's been very, very difficult for, for the, the people from Origin, the people who, who did the production. That's why we're working so hard with them. It was supposed to premiere on April 24th. But, again, uh, they're, they're working on many different ways, and this, this whole lockdown thing seems to continue. So we're, we're, it will keep – we just ask you to keep attached to us, and we will – you know, because we want we want people to see this movie because somebody was, somebody said to me, "Well, this movie teach you the Fatima message." No, what this movie is going to do is give you an idea of Fatima. For those who don't know what it's about, it gives you that beautiful story. And then we ask, come to our website, come to BlueArmy.com. Let us help you really understand the Fatima message and to live it because you need to learn, live, and then spread this message because this is how important it is. And and so that's why um, uh, the, the actual date of the it is for August 14th, and God willing, it'll go forward. Although there's so many unknowns in this world right now and in our country. Uh, you, you know, I got a text from someone who said, hey, I got, uh, they're going to be showing it at a drive-in somewhere in Illinois. Uh, I'm, I'm out of town that day, so I couldn't, I couldn't attend. But are, are there, is it going to be shown around the country that way, now, too, or are people what, watching what, outside? Yeah, what the producers are doing right now, Drew, is they're showing it in different venues, more by invitation for people. Uh, they're little pop-up venues. And, of yeah. course, we're going to have one at our shrine, in Blue, at the Blue Army Shrine in Washington. We don't have the date of it yet. Uh, but I, there will be these, these smaller preview-type yeah. things. But the big movie will, the, the actual premiere in the theaters, and it's very difficult. I mean, the, the, the movie business, we're not in the movie business. And for believe me, you, know, you, you learn so yeah. much dealing with people and what, what the problems are leading up to it and uh, they're doing their best and and i so we, we will have these 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 previews yeah. but the real movie will be hitting the theaters as soon as it's realistic well I, it's been terrible all the way around i you know i know that was just a launch in april now august 14th is right around the corner who knows what the future holds but you know i was thinking as you were talking dave it's it's such a um it's such a gift for a modern time to use modern technology to do a professional modern day production uh, at a time, because uh, I think there are there's a generation of people who know nothing about Fatima. I, they might have known, oh, it's an apparition or something. I, where was that again? You know, they don't know the story, the detail, or most importantly, and that's why you're here today to talk about the message. You know, and, and it's so important if if we're going to go into battle with the evil one and ultimately come out victorious. They, Our Lady promised that in the end, her immaculate heart will triumph, and there's a great era of peace ahead. Uh, we are are we in that final day of of the Fatima message, the final week? How does that look, David? You know, I know there's talk of the third day of Fatima. Where are we? Where do, what day of the week are we on? Very hard to say. I mean, Sister Lucia, in a 1993 interview, said that we're still in the third day of the Fatima, the post-consecration era, she referred to this. So, it really, she herself said that, that you know, to say that we're waiting for the consecration, she said this is in the past, that it did happen. Now, we'll address that again, because so many people, that's always a point of contention with many yeah. people about the consecration. But the reality is, Drew, it was made, but it was made extremely late. And as a result, yeah. Russia spread her errors, and we are living with that today. Yeah. And that's unfortunate. Well, David, so, thank uh, you for being here. Let me, I, I want to let people get, if you are curious about the Fatima message, Jake and I will put up a link. It'll take you over to the Blue Army. Easy website to remember, bluearmy.com. Okay, bluearmy.com. You can see videos. You can learn about Fatima. Most importantly, what Our Lady has requested all of us to do, and that is pray. 